Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, ace people being in the LGBT plus community. Sounds fake, but okay. Welcome back to the pod! We're spicy. We're very spicy today. Also, before we get into the spice, just letting you know (laughs) that this is our first remotely recorded podcast, so apologies if there are any technical difficulties. Uh, Yeah, we really don't know what we're doing. We've already had like 10 difficulties. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's happening. We can't see each other because FaceTime wasn't working, so I don't even know when Sarah's about to talk. I have nothing. We have nothing. It's good, but, you know, we'll figure it out. So apologies if we have any issues in this episode. We will try and work them out as we go. Um, Yeah. But this week, ooh, we're spicy. (laughs) It's true. Um, Basically, what happened was I, today, on Twitter, saw a post that was pretty aphobic. Um, And... I didn't like it, but I also made the mistake of going and looking at the replies. Which were not nice. No. I also looked at them, and I was like, this, it made me, like, feel sick. It yeah. was, I hated it. I was pretty mad, and so, basically, we, we saw some conversations about this post, we participated in some conversations about this post, um... And we kind of just wanted to talk about it because it made both of us feel not good. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're basically going to talk in this episode about, you know, why ace people belong in in the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. Um, also, like, I have some beef with, like, who... At, like, why people are deciding that they aren't and kind of the... Not just that people are saying they are, but just, like, the logic there. I have some, yeah. some fundamental issues with. Yeah. Um, I guess for some context, I can explain what the post was. Yeah. So, it's like a chart. And like it says... chart. Right. And it says, are you cis? And then it says, if the answer is no, it goes to, congrats, you're LGBT. If the answer is yes, it goes to the question... Do you experience same gender attraction? And if it's if you say yes, it goes to the congrats you're LGBT. If you say no, it says you're not LGBT. Um, hmm. that's that's pretty aphobic. Um, because it excludes people on the ace spectrum who don't necessarily experience same sex attraction and are cisgendered but are still under the ace umbrella. Yeah. Um, and so, we <laughs> have some thoughts. Um, so basically, I I uh, was the one discoursing with people, because Sarah was like, I don't know that I want to, like, do, do anything. And I yeah. was like, I'll just say something, like, politely, and just, you know, have a small conversation. So I basically, like, reached out to someone, and I was like, hey, like, Saw you retweeted this. 
don't know if you realized or like looked at the comments, but like pretty aphobic. Like it it didn't include ace people. And they were like, yeah, I just like don't think the ace people should be in the LGBT community because they don't go through the same oppression and whatever. And I was like, well, I'm really sorry you think that. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, uh, like from my experience on the ace spectrum and from the experience of people I know, like there is you know, there can be a lot of oppression and, like, hurt and everything. And they were like, well, I, like, he's like, they were like, I'm not saying that there's not, you know, difficulties and stuff. I just don't think it's the same. And I don't think that just because there are difficulties, they should be, like, be in the community or whatever. And I was like, well, again, I'm sorry you feel that way. And then I just, like, you know, it was over. Yeah. But I was like, my, my biggest, I don't, I don't know if it's my biggest issue with that, but one of the major beef, issues. Throwing it back. <laughs> yeah, some beef. Um, is that most of the people, now I don't see too much aphobia in my day-to-day life because, I mean, I try and stay away from that. The people that I follow on social media are people who, you know, I trust to not be aphobic. <laughs> um, but it does come up sometimes, and this was one of those times, and, um... I, the thing that's most frustrating to me is that I find that it's mostly other LGBTQ plus people who are saying this. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it'd be kind of, I don't know, I feel like it'd be kind of weird for straight people, because it's like, what do you, I don't know. A lot of straight people also don't know that we exist, but, you know. Well, that's, yeah, that's fair. Um, but it's, and it's these people who, like, I, I think that, like, they should understand. Like, they've, they know what it feels like to be marginalized, and yet they're saying these things that I find offensive and that make me feel like shit, and that's, it's just really disappointing to me. Well, yeah, it's like, out of everyone, you would think, like, here's people that, like, understand the kind of thing I'm going through, even if it's not the same. Like, here's people that you would think you could trust to, like, you know, not say things that, you know they would be upset with and then nope they also you know are the ones throwing back that much heart exactly and i think that's why for me it's it's mostly i mean i'm angry at the posts and i'm angry at the things that were said but primarily i'm just really disappointed yeah um which is frustrating um but I guess to, to move forward to kind of explain why ace people do belong in the LGBTQIA plus community, because they do. They do. Um, it's just how it is. I, I think the most, on a very basic level, the whole point of the LGBTQIA plus community is that it's a community bringing together people who are not straight. And yep. as an arrow ace person... I am not romantically or sexually attracted to men. As as a cisgendered woman, I am not romantically or sexually attracted to men. Therefore, I am not straight. Therefore, I am a part of the community full stop. Like that's it. Right. And I've so I've taken women's studies classes and we had, you know, a uh, quite a couple a couple weeks on just the queer community in general and like way back when the definition of queer was like anyone that was outside of kind of like societal societal norms sexually so even people that like you know watched porn or like had kinks or whatever even they were considered you know like queer Mm -hmm. and there was kind of like varying levels of queer like you know the 
if you were gay, you were probably more on like the inner circle of whatever. Yeah. But that's like how it originally was defined. And like Mm -hmm. that queer theory, like if you look at queer theory, that's kind of the basis of it. Right. From like an academic standpoint. And yet you get to the actual community and it's like, "Mm." and my biggest thing is like, who who gets to, who is the one that gets to decide who's in the community or not? Right. Because like looking through those comments, it is often white gay men who yeah. are the ones that get to stand, you know, at the threshold of the community and say, mm, "No, you're just not queer enough for my community." Sorry. Yeah. But like, why why are they the ones that get to decide whether or not people get to participate in a certain community? Exactly, and I think people think that because they're a part of the community they get to decide and i don't i don't mean to say that they shouldn't get a voice however i i don't think that just because you're in the community you get to make all the decisions because otherwise there would be a thousand different decisions within the community about right. who's what and you know who belongs and it's like there is no one person who gets to make all these decisions and even if there was it's not some rando on twitter <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but that's just the the case. And I think when you're talking about these communities, I think you really need to listen to the people in the community that you're talking about and listen to their experience and not just say, oh, I don't think they experienced this, so I get to decide they're not a part of this community. You should listen to them and listen to what their actual experience is, because if you do you will find that their experience is a lot like yours. And that's something that also really frustrated me with some of the conversations that I saw and that that Caleb was a part of, was people saying like, oh, I recognize that ace people have issues. I just don't think that makes them, I guess to paraphrase, queer enough to be LGBTQIA+. Right. And to me, it's all it's also like comments that were saying like, ace people don't face any oppression or any whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like first of all how would you know what any ace people go through like how do you know exactly what kind of things they're facing like if you haven't talked to them and you're not willing to engage with them and also i don't think like why does the community like quote unquote getting into the community why does that have to be what level of hate everyone is facing like who made being in the lgbt community all about being like well we're all experiencing a lot of hate and oppression together, and so that's the basis of this community. Yeah. Like, I recognize that that is something that is very important to the community, and that's something super bonding, but I don't get who decided that that was, like, the mission statement of LGBT plus people. Exactly. and Rather than, like, supporting each other and, like, celebrating their identity. Exactly, because that was kind of the point. When, when the community was first formed, it was about bonding together to create a better world for for queer people and somehow that translated to in 2018 people obviously not everyone does this but you know there are people in the community who basically argue about like who is more oppressed and who was less oppressed and because you're not as oppressed as I am that means you don't belong in this community like it's not a contest right like, I don't think we should be comparing, because listen, as, as you know, an airways person, as a cisgendered white airways person, I recognize that I have privilege and I have straight passing privilege. I can pass as straight if I want or need to. And I recognize that I have privilege there. And I, 
but I also, you know, there are issues that the, the A-Spec or that, you know, the Ace Umbrella community faces and they may not be the same as yours. And you know what? Some of them may not be as difficult as yours, but that doesn't make them any less valid. Also, if we're comparing, like, who is the most queer by, like, how oppressed they are, like, are we going to go say that, like, black trans people are more oppressed than white trans people, so they should be more queer? Yeah. Like, are we, if we're playing that game, like, how far, because that, and that, like, does that mean disabled queer people are more queer? Right. Because they don't get a lot of rapper attention. Like, yeah. Who, whoever's making these rules, not really thinking it through. Right. And I think, like, I, I don't want it to be an argument about, like, oh, here's the oppression we face and here are the struggles we face. But you know what? If you're going to make that argument that ace people don't face these struggles, then okay, let's talk about them. So I feel like a lot of people are like, well, you know, ace people, you know, they're not going to be faced with, like, conversion therapy because they can be straight passing. And it's like, Corrective rape exists, buddy. Like, yeah. it's gross and it's not fun, but it, for a lot of ace people, is a is a part of that experience. And, you know, different people, re- like, regardless of where you fall in the LGBTQIA plus spectrum, like, different people are going to face different struggles depending on the environment they're in. Um, and luckily I'm in a very good environment and so I don't face the same kind of stuff as, as other people might. Um, but that's true also of like some gay people are going to have it much harder than other gay people and, you know, gay and trans people may face different struggles, but that doesn't make one of them more deserving of a place in the community than another. Um, well, yeah, that's an that's an interesting point that you brought up to me when we were texting about this before we were recording, is I was telling you, you know, what this person said to me, and they said something about, like, you know, I don't think ace people face the same struggles that, like, gay or trans people do. Mm-hmm. And you would have brought up a good point of, like, well, gay and trans people don't experience the same thing as each other. Yeah. Like, the gay and the trans experience are very different from each other. Right. Even from just, like, my outside perspective. And yet, mm-hmm. somehow they are both allowed to be in the same community when we know that they're so different. Right. And also, you know, if you're going to consider the the whole spectrum, okay, let's talk about intersex people. Intersex people also have a very different experience than gay people. Gay people and bi people and pan people have a different experience. You know, there is no single one queer experience. And so, again, I just really don't think we should be pitting oppression against each other like that just seems to me a really I guess almost harmful way to think of it if instead of being you know an uplifting community it's a place where we're it's it's a contest of who who's more oppressed yeah and I also think like if yeah if you're going to make it a contest of who's being most oppressed like you said not everyone is facing the same thing Mm -hmm. so if you're a gay person that's never faced conversion therapy maybe you've had like total acceptance in your life yeah like if we're going by the oppression rule, like, maybe they're not that queer. Yeah. Like, there's, there's like, two different conversations going on at the same time because, you know, the post, the flow chart was like, oh, if you, you know, are sexually attracted to the opposite gender, you're 
queer LGBT. But mm -hmm. then in the comments, people were saying, like, well, the reason that ace people aren't in it is because you don't face oppression. So should that flow chart say if you face oppression based on your sexuality, then you're LGBT? Like, right. there's two different standards being set out, but, like, no one's talking about them at the same time. No one's, like, actually addressing it. Yeah. And I think, you know... I think it also has to do with representation. I think the struggles and the issues and the oppression of the gay community and the trans community are, um, they make the press, you know, they're out there, yeah. you see them. Just because you don't see it as much with the ace community doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means that you don't see it. Right. And so many people, so many straight people don't know that asexuality exists right and so you have to wonder like if people did know you know maybe there would be more oppression that was on a more equal level or something that you know they seem to think doesn't exist like mm -hmm. so you have to think well you know maybe it is like an equivalent amount of oppression to the degree that people know about it right and i also think one of the things that was said by by one of these people was like, you know, I think that ace people should have a space to feel safe and validated. And it's like, well, that's what the LGBTQIA plus community is supposed to be. So why can't we be a part of it? Right. I don't understand why they think ace people need a separate community by themselves, like sequestered off. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the problem with everyone being together like would that not be more constructive for everyone right and i mean the the people we saw talking tended to be like yeah ace people exist i just don't want them here yeah um was the vibe i was getting but there are also people out there who are just like asexuality is not real yeah um and that's i don't even know which is harder to deal with <laughs> because it's well, it's for, for me it's like it seems almost harder to deal with the people that are like that does exist but i'm not accepting you mm -hmm. because often those people are in the lgbt community and so you're like you're facing the exact same thing as me yeah and yet you're like being totally hypocritical about it because at least people that don't think it exists are just like i don't know they're consistent they're just being ignorant, but people that know it exists and are just still being bullheaded about it are just being totally hypocritical. I almost feel like it's, like, you're choosing to be ignorant of it because, like, you see that yeah. there's this group of people who... And I also think because the ace community, it it feels like a newer community. Obviously, ace people have existed forever, but, like, the community itself is... Um, still in its baby stages compared to, you know, the, the gay or trans communities. And because the community is younger, we're facing the sort of issues that other LGBTQIA plus communities, notably the gay community, the trans community to some extent, but I think the gay community has taken the most strides of any group. Um, we're experiencing stuff that they experienced at the in their baby stages of their community and so the people who are a part of that community um don't are sort of treating the ace community in the same way that they were treated in the very beginning stages but because they're so much further into their evolution they don't recognize i don't know if it's 
I don't, I don't necessarily want to say bigotry, but like they don't recognize that they're treating ace people in the way that gay people were treated just because they haven't experienced that themselves. Yeah. It's like they're forgetting the history of their own community. Yeah. It's like they, and you know, I'm not saying it's necessary for everyone in the community to like go through a history lesson to be part of it, Mm -hmm. but I would hope it's important to some people to realize, you know, what people have done in the past to get you where you are right now. Yeah. Like the struggles they got through to get you into a place that's more privileged than they were. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's obvious that people are kind of, I don't want to say taking advantage of the position they're in, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I could be more thankful. Like, I don't know. It's like bitchy to say, because they're obviously not there. So it's like, there's not a ton to be thankful for, but exactly. And I feel like a good comparison, like as a woman it's easy for me to forget what the women before me had to go through so that I could live the life in the way I'm living it. Right. But Well, and it's it's sometimes hard to remember that because we're still struggling. Like, there's still a wage gap. Mm-hmm. There's still such a glass ceiling. So sometimes it's easy to forget, like, how good off we are, right. how well how, off how we how actually well we are. It. Yeah. But, like, it is, like, sometimes you do need to remember that to ground yourself and, like, kind of dig, dig yourself out of a pit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think going back to what we were saying earlier about, about like, what, like, some people just not believing asexuality is real and other people believing it's real but not accepting it, I really do think that as an ace person, it, like, hurts more to be told, I recognize your sexuality, but I don't accept you. Well, it's, yeah, it's almost them being like, um, well, I see that. I just, like, don't give a shit. Yeah. Because it's like, if if you don't think asexuality is real, that's a very different issue. Um, because you, you probably are, you know, more than likely homophobic, transphobic in other ways. And it's and it's an issue of, you know, seeing humans as humans and, and that yeah. sort of deal. It's a much more basic issue. But when you have people in the community who accept... You know, they accept trans people, they accept gay, lesbian, bi, pan, you know, all these other people in the community, and then they see you and say, I see you have issues, I see this is your sexuality, I think you deserve a safe place, but you can't have it here. You're not allowed here because I don't want you here. That's so much worse as an ace person. It's like, you're validated and then slapped in the face. Well, it's also, like, because you were talking about, like, the ace community kind of being in its infancy. And, you know, it would really help the ace community, like, grow even faster if it was more accepted in the LGBT community. Because then people that have been through it before and have a rich history could be like, hey, like, here's how we did it. Like, here's some tips. Exactly. Like, come in here and we'll help you. But, but no. Yeah. It also just relates to the fact that, going back to the idea that we've talked about in previous episodes of of the ace community feeling a little bit separate from the LGBTQIA plus community because some people accept us, but others don't. And so it feels like we're in this, this back corner and, um, what some of the people who were talking, you know, based off of what I was able to see of them and what, what I know of these people, um, like some of them are openly bi. And for me, it's just like, the bi in the ace communities, you know, bi, pan, and ace, we, you know, we're the invisible, yeah. in, in, 
we are the invisible sexualities. And it's like, we should be lifting each other up. We should be helping each other out. We shouldn't be saying, you don't belong here because that's what I decided. Right. And I see, I do often see a lot of like camaraderie between the bi and the ace community. So Mm -hmm. it is like, I don't know. I feel like it was especially like made me very mad today because like you said, you don't experience a lot of this like in your daily life. And I don't either. Like this is not something I see often. We're lucky in that way. Yeah, we're lucky in that way. And it's often something I hear about, but don't see. And so actually being confronted with it was to, you know, kind of today for me, like, oh, this is real. And there are a good amount of people who are saying this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. People that, you know, I know, like, yeah, you, you just don't think that, that, you know, people you know, or people like you you don't think that you're going to see that. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, all of a sudden it's just like, Hey. Yeah. And I think that's, it's just so, that's the thing that's the most frustrating to me is that these are people who have experienced what we're experiencing and they still just don't care. They don't want us. And that's like something that like, I just can't wrap my head around is how you can accept that a group of people is having this issue that a group of people has this identity that they're facing these struggles and then at the same time basically kick them off your doorstep like I just I I don't get it I'm just like trying to wrap my head around like why this comparison about oppression needs to be there like is there like some kind of sick jealousy that they think there's less oppression and so they are frustrated that they like, are they frustrated that theirs are the stories of oppression that get picked up in the news? Like, I don't know. Like, I can't, I get, and obviously I'm not saying that's true or mm-hmm. anything. I'm just, like, speculating. Because, like, I really can't wrap my head around, like, what is it that makes people not want to just be, like, opening and welcome? Like, what are you mad at? What are you afraid of? Yeah. I think it, I think it might just be a cultural thing now, too. Because you hear people all the time, you know people online will be like, oh, I'm depressed. And then someone else is like, oh, well, my grandma died and my best friend killed themselves and I'm more depressed than you. And I think it's just this mindset of like, for some reason on the internet, everything is a contest. Yeah, I I think that's very fair. Like everything is is a goddamn contest. Why? Why can't we just support each other? Why can't we just build each other up? You know what good switching topics kind of but I was texting my boyfriend about this because I was like getting really heated Mm -hmm. and so I sent him like a screenshot of the tweet and I was kind of telling him like what people said because he doesn't really know the discourse or anything so I was telling him what kind of people said and he made a really good point I think of he said I think it's more complicated all the way around than just four boxes that are in that flow chart oh for sure and that is makes it even more hypocritical to me that there is this flow chart that is four singular boxes and a couple arrows yeah when the entire LGBT plus community is all about breaking out of boxes and making people recognize that it's a spectrum. Yeah. And now you are going back and putting things in boxes when this whole Mm -hmm. time we've been talking about spectrums and you're all about spectrums, but this one thing isn't. Yeah. Like, this one thing is very binary. Like, you're either in the community or not. You're queer or you're not. Mm -hmm. Like, why is this all of a sudden not a spectrum to you when everything else is? Exactly. It's It's so hypocritical to me. If you want to simplify it, here's the way to simplify it. Question. Are you straight? Yes, you're straight. No, you're a part or are you so sorry, take that back. Are you cisgendered and straight? Yes, straight. No, you're a part of the LGBTQIA plus community. And that's it. And I also think that that's an issue 
that, okay, so if you accept that ace people exist and you accept that they have these issues, but you're not going to put them on that flowchart, does that mean you think they're straight? Because you can't think they're straight if you accept their sexuality. Yeah, there's there's some confusion So there. it's like, well, well, where do you put ace uh, people? Is like why are they just not on this chart? Right. Is there like a separate, like, you're either LGBT plus ace or straight? Is there now three for some reason? Yeah. Like, why? So it's just like, either A, you think ace people are somehow straight, or B, you just erased them completely off of that list. You know what? Maybe people do think that ace people are straight. Because I feel like a common misconception is like, even when people are ace and you understand that someone's ace, you, like, assume that they are still straight. That you assume that, like, oh, if you weren't ace, then you would be straight. Yeah. Like, I think that's an, a common assumption mm-hmm. that people make. And so maybe they're thinking, well, because you're ace, like, that, I don't, I don't know. And it also seems like, okay, so I guess they're accepting people who fall under the ace umbrella but do experience same-sex attraction. So then it's like, so I guess you're splitting the ace community up then. You're basically right, saying... so like, what do they what do they think of, like, sex-positive asexual people? Like, where do you put them? Yeah. Or people that aren't arrow? Like, what are you... What are you doing? I just... Bud? I don't understand the logic, and I think the logic... I don't think there is any. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think the logic is that there is none. I think people who have these thoughts and beliefs are people who don't understand the asexual community and they don't understand the implications of the claims they're making. Well, yeah, I think they, they, they're just having this gut reaction to something and they're automatically thinking for some reason, like, this is my gut reaction. I'm uncomfortable. I'm afraid. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And so they're having this gut reaction when, and they're not thinking about, yeah, any, anything that could come from their their statements or their thoughts. Yeah, and I think, I mean, maybe these people who are saying they they accept the ace community, even though they're saying they accept it, maybe they don't really understand it. Because... Well, yeah, I mean, maybe they're just saying they accept it to, like, look as good as possible, be as PC as possible, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah, I mean, they could just also have a fundamental understand- misunderstanding of, like, what asexuality actually yeah. is at all. Because, you know, I mean... Asexuality is, <laughs> lol, punny. It is asexuality. A meaning yeah. one sexuality. <laughs> um, like, it's not a choice. I'm not, like, not having sex just because I don't feel like it today. You know, <laughs> it, <laughs> like, it, it is an actual sexuality. And I wonder if these people are just... I don't see it, but as but as people who who are queer, I just don't understand why they would choose to reject it. Well, right, because then you're thinking like, oh, maybe they think the ace people are straight, and you're just choosing not to have sex, or you like have a low sex drive. Yeah, but you still are straight. Like there must, like I'm trying to rationalize it. Like there must be some sort of misunderstanding. There has like, to be. Or maybe people are just that fucking awful, but, like... It's it's one of the two. I mean... I, I just... I, I also think that people in the queer community, um, they're more familiar 
with gayness and and people who are trans and even people who are are bi or pan and they're not they're just not as familiar with the ace community and so as people often do when they don't understand something is they you know they're I don't necessarily want to say afraid of it but they push it away yeah and I mean that is like you know human experience I guess but but as someone who's a part of the LGBTQIA plus community, I would expect better from you because you have been that person pushed away. Yeah. Well, I almost wonder, too, is because I feel like the LGBT plus community is, like, so sex positive right mm-hmm. now. That's just, like, kind of where its head is. Like, if you go to a Pride, you know, there's, right. you know, it's, like, it's very sexual. And so I'm always wondering if people are coming into the community and that's what they see and that's what they learn from the time they're in the community. Mm-hmm. If they just, like, don't understand that anything else could be queer or could exist. Yeah. I just, at the end of the day, I feel two things. Well, three things. I feel angry. But but more so, I feel <laughs> like I just don't understand these people. And yeah. I feel disappointed in these people. And it's like, yeah. th- they have tried to rationalize their thinking, but... In to me, there are just so many holes in their thinking. And so, like, I'm trying to understand it, but I'm finding all of these holes in their logic, and I don't understand why they think their logic stands up. Well, yeah, I just, like, have a lot of questions that I don't think that these people could really answer mm-hmm. in a very logical way. Like, I have a lot of questions about, like, why exactly do you do you think that? And why do you think that it has to be about oppression to make you in this community? Like, mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions. I just don't think that people are thinking through. And I also think that when you see these discourses, first of all, it's very hard to have the dis- these discourses because they get nasty fast. Which is why, yeah. like, I wasn't necessarily comfortable bringing, you know, talking about this on the internet because... I knew it wasn't going to be good for me. (laughs) Like, I knew, like, I was already pretty upset. And so it's like, this is not, this is not healthy for me to be doing this. But also, it's just the conversation, I feel like it's hard to turn away from this idea of who is more oppressed. And I feel like if you're able to turn it away from that and really talk about the reasons why these people think that ace people don't belong in the community aside from oppression... I don't, I've never really seen an argument that, that talks about that. Yeah, because I would, I will say that, like, the conversation I had with the person was very civil. Mm-hmm. But I did, I did focus on the oppression piece. And, you know, I didn't even think about to ask the person, like, hey, but, like, why is that the qualifier you're using? And honestly, like, if I did, I don't know that they wouldn't feel attacked and be like, well, now you're erasing my oppression if you're saying that that's not part of my experience. Like, if you do use that argument with someone and do say, like, hey, I understand that maybe there's, like, a different kind of oppression here. Mm-hmm. However, like, why are we using that as a qualifier? Like, yeah, I can see someone using that and being like, well, why are you taking away that oppression from me? Like, why are you saying that it doesn't matter when it's something that's, like, a big deal to me, you know? Yeah. But I think I, it's, yeah. And just... I just glanced at the comments again because I yeah. stop it. Well, it's I wanted to look at something because um, there were a couple people being like, "Hey, uh, ace people" in the comments, and um, 
the person who originally posted it, um, I don't think they were the, the, so it was a screenshot of a post from Tumblr, and I mm-hmm. don't think the person who cheated it was the OP from Tumblr. Um, I think this was a different person who just saw it on Tumblr and shared it on Twitter. However, someone literally was like, what about ace people? And the original poster from Twitter said, that's the whole point of this post. And oh, I just hate And that. for me, it's like, so what you did in your mind was you said, I would like to make a post that excludes a group of people from the LGBTQ plus community because I don't think they belong here. So I am going to make a post that specifically targets them and tells them that they do not belong. Did they mention ace people in the post? No, the asexual was not, the word was not in there. However, based off of the, the, the replies and what the OP said in the replies, this was clearly intentionally meant to exclude ace people. That was the point of the post. The post was not to say, hey, like, you know, this is a community and you're welcome in it. The point of the post was to exclude ace people. And that's like... That's gross. So, well, that's so hypocritical. Because it's one thing if you did that to, like, a straight person, because straight people are privileged. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to ex- exclude straight people from the community because, first of all, they don't belong. And second of all, like, s- excluding them is not discriminatory because they have a place of their own. Yeah. But discriminating against and excluding a group of people who is not privileged, that's just yeah. outright hypocrisy. And, you know, the A in LGBTQIA plus is for... Asexual, aromantic, and agender. The A is literally in there. Like Yeah, but people say it's for ally. And it's not for ally. And I know, but like that that's well, yeah, what they that's their that's their if the point argument. of if the point of the post was to explain that, then okay, I would say yeah. Like I think this is something that may be worth talking about. I don't know if just posting a flowchart and being like, haha, here it is is the way to do it. But, you know, I, th- I think it's important to, for people to know that allies are not members of the community. They're allies well, to the community. Well, also, so if allies are in the LGBTA name, um, how much oppression have allies faced? Yeah. What have they faced enough to be in the community now? Yeah. And I, I don't think that's... Enough? I don't think that's what OP was saying, but I do but, think like, that is in the argument, you know, that, yeah. Um, because if they're going to use that argument, that's what I'm saying is I have a lot of questions. I don't think people would argue against because by their logic, if the A is going to be in there for ally, then those allies should face the oppression. And it's possible. Like, I'm saying people are not using this logic all encompassing. Like they are not thinking about all the implications of this logic and it does not make sense. Right. When you break and it down. I think it's possible that they're just saying, I don't think the A belongs there at all. But either way, I think that there's a serious issue with that argument. Um, and I think, I think people who believe this, like as like clearly today I didn't engage with this because I was like I can't do this. But I do think to some extent it is important to engage with these people and try and have a civil conversation where you if you're going to talk about oppression, you know, talk about it in the sense that okay, it's not a contest. You face oppression, I face oppression, they may not be equal. Who cares? It's not a contest. This community is about 
bringing people together and it's about making things better for all of us. And because it's not about oppression, let's steer the conversation away and talk about the real reason why you don't think ace people belong. And I think that's an important conversation to have, but it's also a very difficult conversation to have. And if you, like me in this situation, don't feel comfortable or don't feel like you can have that conversation, um, I don't think that's necessarily something to be ashamed of. Um, But if you do feel like you can have that conversation, I think it's important that you do. Yeah, because, I mean, there's no way that there's going to be change brought about by this if conversations aren't had. Because the only way to change someone's opinion Mm -hmm. is to talk to them. So the only way we can get these people that think this way to really understand what we're saying is to say it to them. Yeah. And so, but I, I, that is a difficult thing because I think that's something that's going on politically right now, too. Mm -hmm. That's, That's something I heard a lot after the elections is people being like, hey... You know, it might not be a great idea to exclude all Trump supporters from your life. Yeah. Maybe try to talk to them first, you know? Yeah. But that is something very hard to do mm-hmm. in all of these circumstances. Because yeah. if someone is, you know, kind of openly bashing you to your face, that doesn't really make you want to have a nice conversation. Right. And especially if you, like me, identify with the identity or the community that's being bashed, that's being excluded, that's being thrown out onto the street by the people who you thought could help you, that hurts and that's difficult and it's it's it can be hard to have a civil conversation. Well, yeah, and I think that's, that's kind of why I felt more comfortable taking it on is because I don't think I was as attacked as Sarah might have been in yeah. that post because I am someone that is like, I am straight. Like, so Mm -hmm. it's still, like, you know, it's not something that, like, pertains to me, you know, as much as it pertains to Sarah. And so it was easier for me to, like, kind of, like, have a a more laid-back conversation and not get too emotionally invested Mm -hmm. on my own behalf. Like, I'm more emotionally invested on, like, Sarah's behalf and the behalf of people that, like, listen to this podcast. Right. And I... Like, one of my first thoughts was, like, because we've been getting a lot of really nice emails recently and a lot of, like tweets and dms that have like meant a lot Mm -hmm. to us and so one of my first thoughts was like what about these people who like what if some of these people saw this that i like know are struggling and i know are like going through stuff like what if these kind of people saw this and like don't have anyone to talk to like i'm i'm remembering you know high school me being faced with that girl who i looked up to saying that that ace people don't shouldn't be allowed to call themselves queer. And I remember how that felt, even though I didn't understand yet that I was ace, I remember, and I think I've talked about this before. I know I have. I don't know if it's aired yet. Oops. Um, You know, it'll it'll come at some point. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I remember feeling, like, horrible after that. And that was before I even knew I was ace. And I didn't figure out I was ace for another two years. But, like, in that intervening time, if I hadn't had that encounter, would I have been more likely to really consider that I might be ace? Because I may have felt more welcome in the community. It's possible. Yeah. And so it's just like you are... It's it's possible that with you saying these things, you know, some little closeted ace kid is going to be like okay, I don't belong in this community, there is no safe space for me. Yeah, you could you could stunt people's development. Yeah, and that's, it's just, 
you're making it harder for people to find safe places and you're making it harder for people to find the acceptance that, as some people said, they think ace people deserve. So why are you making it so hard for us? Yeah, if people deserve it, like, why are you... I don't know. Yeah. I'll just say, if any of you are struggling with this, like, we're here if you want to talk and you don't have anyone to talk to because... Like, I think it's you know, it's very good that me and Sarah are able to, like, talk about it to each other and that, like, Sarah's comfortable enough with other people that she can talk to them and vent to them. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that, like, yeah. please reach out because we, we out here. Yeah, and, you know, whether you see that with a stranger online, whether you see that with a person you personally know, especially if it's a person you respect – it's yeah. very hard to hear and it's very hard to swallow. And I I get that. I understand that firsthand. So if you don't have someone to talk to or even if you do and you still want to reach out to us, feel free. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do a poll, but we're going to do a poll. Poll is something to do with this. Well, my thought on the poll was, do ace people belong in the LGBTQIA plus community? I don't yes want to see yes. the answers. Oh, yes, yes or yes. Or yes. <laughs> Great. Um, that was my thought, because I also thought about yes or no, and then was like, mm, I don't want to face that. Yeah. Um, so, also, yes we, we, yes. we could, if we want to be sadder than that, we could also do, have you ever seen or experienced a phobia? And then the options being like, in real life, on the internet, both, neither. Yeah, that could be sad and good. All right, well, it'll be a surprise. Check our Twitter to find out. You can find that at SoundsFakePod on Twitter. Um, you can also find us on Tumblr, soundsfakepod.tumblr.com, or email us, soundsfakepod at gmail.com. Um, I will say that, like, I've never experienced any of that bad stuff on Tumblr. So you can be sure that there will be none of that on our Tumblr. And if you follow the same blogs as us, yeah. you probably won't see it either. So yeah. that's a nice, safe place that you can have. But also, before we totally go into the end of the the pod, I do want to say, um, if you, you know, if you listened to this with the mindset that ace people don't belong, um... I hope we've changed your mind. I've hope, or at least I hope we've given you something to think about. Um, we didn't go into this podcast with the intention of like adding people, acting, not adding. Um, like we didn't go into this podcast with the intention of trying to make people feel bad for believing. Yeah, this. I don't. I don't want to like make it seem like I hate everyone that thinks this and thinks that they are terrible people or can't like mm-hmm. you know I. I don't agree with you, and I don't agree with your opinion, and I wish you would think differently, but, like, yeah, we're not going into this trying to Mm -hmm. hate people or make people feel bad. Yeah, the point of doing this podcast was, A, me and Kayla were very angry and we wanted to talk about it, but, B, it's also about education. It's also about helping people understand what the um, Ace Umbrella community is experiencing and help them understand that you know, we're people too, and that, you know, the the queer community is about, like, you know, bringing each other together and um, raising each other up, and that, you know, we, we do belong in the ace community, and even if you don't change your mind, which I hope you do, but even if you don't, 
that's not going to change the fact that ace people belong in the community. Whether you like it or not, we're here to stay, and we're only going to become, I guess, stronger in our presence in that community. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, if you disagree with us, uh, we're happy to talk to you about it if you're willing yeah, to do is- it in a civil way. This is kind of, this podcast, I feel like this episode is kind of our version of that civil conversation we're talking about. Yeah. And we are more than willing to continue that with anyone who is interested. Yes. And if you uh, are on, I guess, uh, our side with the belief that, you know, ace people do belong, and you face people on the internet or in real life who uh, reject, you know, the ace identity or that ace people belong in the community feel free to either direct them to this podcast or, you know, feel free to talk about what we've talked about. You know, it's it's important that people are as educated as possible, and we hope that we've contributed to that. Ooh, um, if anyone ever writes an essay about this, feel free to cite us. Yeah. Cite That'd us. Neat. That'd cite be fun. Me. And then send us your essay. I want to read it. Yeah, I want to read it. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, that's that's all. I have, obviously, time is over. Obviously, we have a lot of thoughts, um, and I could go in circles on this for days, but yeah, we're going to call it there. So, uh, so we'll just end up saying the same things over and over again. Yeah. So, you know. Also, if this is the first your first time listening to the pod, welcome. We're uh, we. usually not this mad or sad, but, you know. We're usually funnier than this, to be <laughs> honest, but what are you going to do? You know, so goes it. Uh, Kayla, where can I listen? To uh, more pods. You, oh. <laughs> you can listen anywhere you find your favorite podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio, not Spotify last I knew, still mad about it, but whatever. Um, yeah, you, we also have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash soundsfakepod. If you want to give us your money dollars, I just realized I don't have the doc pulled up with the patrons, so I'm going to try and do this from memory. For our $5 patrons, we have Jennifer Smart. You can find her on YouTube, um, by looking up Lane Productions. That's L-E-H-E-N Productions. Then we have Astritha Vinakota. You can find her on Instagram by looking, or, whoa, who? You can find her on Instagram at Astritha underscore V. That's at A-S-R-I-T-H-A underscore V. We also have Austin Lay. He would like to promote the Twitch channel twitch.tv slash k4iley that's kaylee with a four and then we have drew finney you can find him on twitter at midwest underscore drew that's at m-i-d-w-e-s-t underscore d-r-e-w we also have our ten dollar patron her name is emma fink you can find her by looking up emma t fink on youtube that's e-m-m-a-t-f-i-n-k i did that from memory did you put the E in the Kaylee? I did put the E in Kaylee. Oh, she even remembered the E in the Kaylee. It's an, We're so proud. I'm very proud of myself. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more Rest in Your Ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.